Have you ever grappled with the question, what do I want to be when I grow up? I'm going to bet that there's probably not many that's listening right now that hasn't struggled with that question at one time or another. In fact, many of you are still struggling with that question. And there's a ton of people that are, that are midway through their careers or even nearing the end that, that have never found the answer to that question. And the question is innocent when we're a child and when, we're, when there's lots of time ahead of you, but the older you get, the more serious and important it becomes. And if you're struggling with this question, I want to propose to, to you that you make a small shift in the way that you ask that question. Instead of what, why don't you ask who? Who do I want to be when I grow up? I'm going to unpack this with you in this session. Stay tuned. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin, and I would love for you to join me every week as we explore leadership topics that'll help you get the clarity needed to move your organization forward. Just hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new session. And before we get started, I do want to mention that I have a great product called the Christian Leader Blueprint. It's a solid model for leadership development. And if you've been looking for something that can help you or your team members develop in leadership, look no further than the Christian Leader Blueprint. And I want to give it away to you as my gift. Just go to ChristianLeaderMadeSimple.com and you can download it for free today. And without any further delay, let's get to our session. When you start the, the, the question with who instead of what, it brings about a much more impactful and deeper meaning. Because when I answer who I want to be, I'm actually answering the question of, of, of calling in my life. Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are called, who are the called according to His purpose. When we settle who we want to be in the future and we line up with the purpose of His calling for our lives, things just seem to sort of work. In fact, all things will work together for our good as we move through life. And often our calling is confused with a person's gifting and vision for life. And so I want to explain how they work together. I've explained this before, but calling is the purpose or reason an individual exists. A person's gifting is the lens through which that calling is projected into the world. And then finally, vision is the ability to imagine a future that doesn't yet exist. And so when a person's calling and giftings come together, the individual can better align with a vision that's true to oneself. And each of these components are very important, but your calling is the foundation that will help you settle in to your shoes, so to speak. And, and it helps create an inner rest. And it works to calm the anxiety within a person. And when somebody doesn't know what their calling is, it's amazing how it may create fear and even an unsettled feeling. And, 
And I've even uh, seen some move into a place of desperation. And really, this is a very dangerous place to attempt to live life in and especially to lead from. But 1 Peter 2, 9 says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're a chosen generation. And the Lord desires that we move out of that dark, dark, dangerous place mentally and emotionally, and that we move into the light and illumination that He desires for our lives. And this is not about what we do for a living. It's not about the task that we perform on a daily basis. It's not about whether we work for a church or for a secular job. Most of that is driven by our spiritual and natural talents. That is, that's more about who we are. And who we are comes from deep within. It's an awareness of, of what we value to our core. What's truly most important to us at the, at the end of the day? And this could be a, a, a broad image in your mind, or it could be zeroed in to something more specific. But it's sort of like an internal mission that's been shaped by the Lord and in all of the, the learning and experiences of your life, good and bad, they just sort of work. All things work together for the good. And ultimately, here's where all of this comes together and, and, it's, and, it's, uh, and it's visible in John 15, verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, He may give it to you. He chose you, that you should go and bring forth fruit. And if you work out the, the question of who you're called to be, there's no question that your life will begin to produce positive fruit. Because if you tap into those those things that you value to your core, that you want to be known for, that the Lord has placed in you, those things that drive you and bring energy and joy to you, there's no doubt that it's going to increase your productivity and your success in whatever setting you find yourself in. There's no doubt that you'll see fruit from your labor. And that's where I want to be in life. And when I get the who part of what I want to be, when I get that right and I build on it with my talents and my God-given vision, there's really no stopping where I go from here. All things will work together for the good. And so just some thoughts that you can uh, consider as you're processing who you want to be when you grow up. There's more that we could throw out, but I'm going to give you a few here. The first thing is, is prayer and fasting and Scripture. Make this a, a, a spiritual matter before you give too much intellectual thought to this. And I would have to say that it's really not a calling if it's not a spiritual matter. And also, it's def it'll definitely be in, in line with what Scripture has to say about you, so I include Scripture in that as well. We want to know what Scripture has to say about us. But then number two, 
Consider your history. What has the Lord allowed you to succeed in doing? What challenging experiences have you had in life? What negative things have you experienced? Your history is going to help you understand what has shaped your mindset to be where it is today. Then number three, what are your spiritual and natural gifts? You don't, you don't want to be someone that doesn't naturally flow out of you. And uh, I would call that fake. And people will see right through that and know that that's not you. And I have a, a three-part series on gifts that I recently did. Uh, I encourage you to go check that out. It'll help you with that gifts part. But then number four, what's most important to you? Think about the things that you value to your core. Those are the things that you want to give your, your time and energy to. Then number five, if you, if you could wave a magic wand and be known for something at the end of your life, what would that be? And I would have to say that unless, unless it just purely comes from selfish ambition and gain, the Lord placed that desire in you for a particular reason. Then number six, have you ever dreamed to be like a particular person? What traits about that person really resonate with you? Pay attention to those traits. Then number seven, what advice, thoughts, or suggestions um, do your mentors, your pastors, or safe peers in your life have to say about your calling? Some, uh, sometimes important people in our life can see things within us that we can't even see. And the Lord designed it that way, and so we might as well take advantage of those key relation, relational insights that others can bring to the table for us. And I really, I really just want to leave you with this thought today. The Lord has called you to His service in the kingdom of God in some way. And though you may grow and develop your talents and gifts, your calling is sure. You don't lack anything. And so I encourage you, lock that in now and begin to put your time and energy at work towards that calling now. And I promise the fruit in your life is going to come. And when the fruit comes, you'll truly enjoy the journey of this life. If you haven't listened to my last session on the mindset of your calling, I encourage you to go back and watch that now. And I hope you have a great day. God bless you.